ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Rewind Wrestling Radio, right here on the Rewind Wrestling Network, where I, your host, Ted, along with my co-hosts, the new mouth of the South, Tyler Peters, the Brazilian giant Venetius, the temptress witch, Ivy, and the senior ref, ref, Amy Veronica, talk everything pro wrestling. It's the indies, the pros, everywhere you go. Let's jump right into Rewind Wrestling Radio. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Rewind Wrestling Radio, right here on the Rewind Wrestling Network. Thank you to all of our viewers here on YouTube. And if you're listening to us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, wherever you listen to us, Spotify, thank you so much for listening. And also, thank you to all of our fans on Sportinarium. You guys are bringing in more and more people every week, and we really appreciate that so much from you. So uh, hello to all of our listeners over across the pond in the UK. So... uh, Friends, let's talk a little bit about AEW. Right off the bat here, we got news. uh, I think it broke today, actually, um, that AEW is moving all of its programming in 2022, uh, staying within the Turner Media family, but going to TBS. Um, Obviously, WCW had some history uh, on TBS, uh, you know, coming out of the 80s and into the 90s. And so TBS is no stranger to professional wrestling. Uh, it certainly has had uh, other other organizations call it home before. Uh, but do we think that TBS is as strong of a home as TNT? And what do we think that will do to the ratings for AEW? So I want to start with that. I want to start with Ref Amy. Hi. So, Hi. yes, I, I think it is a good move um, because, A, they're getting more money for it. And, you know, those... Uh, Oh, in addition to doing the two hours on TBS and then the one hour rampage, they also get on TNT four big shows a year on TNT. So like Mm -hmm. things like Blood and Guts, um, what was it? Winter is Coming, all the little pay-per-views that they like to throw on on um, Wednesdays. So they also get those. So they're they're getting paid for all these things. And then on top of that, um, what a lot of people aren't realizing, TBS is in a lot more homes. Because mm. it, it is definitely one of those channels where if you get basic cable, you're getting that one. So mm. they're definitely going to get a lot more influence. And, like, sometimes change is good because, like, look at what it's done for SmackDown. Like, granted, it's on Fox, and Fox mm. is throwing a lot of money at the marketing. But, like, that change actually kind of refreshed it in a way. So maybe yeah. um, it's going to force AEW to step it up and also use more talent because they're going to have that extra hour on rampage so yeah i think this is a great move and obviously they don't want to be competing with the nba and um nhl yeah nhl yeah so yeah yeah. so i think i think those are valid points um for our fans that don't know and for our listeners that don't know uh amy referenced rampage here so that's a second show that aew Mm -hmm. will be debuting this august so in Mm -hmm. august we're going to start getting a one hour friday night show 10 p.m it's going to start on TNT, just like Dynamite, and then both shows in 2022 will transition to TBS. Um, and I'm, I'm going to come back to some more points about that in a moment, but I want to go to Tyler next here. Tyler, what do you think? Do you think this helps AEW? Do you think this hurts AEW? What do you think it does to the ratings? Uh, you know what? I, I think it's, it's a good move. I don't know that it's going to help them because here's the deal. Their booking is so – I don't understand their booking. I, I want them to do well. I, I'm not meaning to say, oh, I, I just hope they fail. 
that's not it. But to me, their product's going to have to uh, step up. I know they're a young promotion. It's not fair to compare them to WWE, but the way they handle their ideas creatively, it's just going to have to, I hope these shows help them step up their game in that, that regard, because I feel like that's where they're still lacking. They've got some good talent and have good matches, but sometimes it's, it's that hill babyface formula, even the fundamentals that are lost sometimes. And I hate to be this way, but that's where I'm going to tend to agree with the old school terminology, not that you can't apply it in new school. I know things are done differently. Things evolve. That ain't what I mean. But some of the things they're doing is not making sense. And you, you want to be different from WWE, but you also want to make sense and be logical. But I think it's a great move. I think it makes sense for TBS going back to your point, Ted Crockett, WCW, that was part of the Superstation. That was a big deal. And it's great that they're getting all this content out. But they're going to have to really start making sense of a lot of these angles because they're so wishy-washy at times. That's what I'm seeing just from a fan's perspective. So I'm interested to get your all's opinions on that. Okay. Ivy, what do you think? Um, I think that Amy made an excellent point in regards to the switch from TNT over to TBS. Um, I think that's kind of going to make it a little bit more widely available. Um, so that might actually help their ratings. Um, and then as far as the second show, I kind of have mixed emotions on it. Um, because overall for the sake of the company, I really do hope that it's a good thing. I hope that adding this additional, you know, night of wrestling for them is going to, kind of give us maybe more variety, give them the ability to maybe, you know, promote a little bit differently, book a little bit differently and see something different. However, my fear with it is that we will see something similar to what we've seen unfold over the many years that we've had, you know, Raw and SmackDown. And, you know, kind of seeing one show outweigh the other and then that constant like competition thing that goes on between them. And it's, in my opinion, it's not always in a good way. Like, you know, we see the Survivor Series stuff and that's, that's kind of a cool angle to play off of. But other than that, you kind of have that dynamic where you have, is Raw the best or is SmackDown the best? And then you have that constant, you know, like thing where it, it just is always like the scale's just constantly tipping in mm-hmm. one direction or the other. Mm-hmm. Um, so I really hope that, you know, we don't see that with them adding this additional show, because I think that for the business, it would be really good for them to add this show and maybe do something a little bit differently than what we've seen unfold with WWE over the years. I think if they can execute that in a good way, that it will be a very beneficial thing for the company. Yeah, I tend to agree. And I think that they have learned a little bit from WWE's mistake because mm-hmm. one of Tony Khan's comments um, about this move and, and adding Rampage is that he didn't want to put a third hour on Dynamite because he, he's, learned, he's heard the IWC's plea to, to chop Raw back down a little bit. And, um, you know, I think that's the right thing to do. I think, I think that they needed some additional programming. Their locker room is humongous. They need to be able to use this talent on TV and not just on YouTube. And, um, and this was a, a great way to go about doing it. Um, I have a, I have a quick AEW versus WWE question for everybody. And I want your, I want your short and sweet answer to this one. Uh, mm-hmm. I saw on Twitter today, uh, one of our followers tweeted out, not going to lie. The young bucks have been better than Roman reigns this year. And, uh, that, that made me stop and think for a minute. And I went, mm, is that true? I, I don't know that I believe that. Um, I think that Roman Reigns is probably the hottest thing in wrestling right now. Um, 
I think he's the most believable thing in wrestling right now. Uh, but I want to hear what the three of you have to say. So who's the better heel? The Bucks or Roman Reigns? Going to Tyler first. I just want to ask that follower if he's smoking crack because Roman Reigns is uh, – <laughs> He, he's a, he is the hottest hill. Give me a break. You're going to tell me the young bucks are, are the best hills. They can't make up their minds. Oh, we're elite one day. We're, we're EVPs, and now we're going to put – give me a break. They're, they're such a ripoff of the Rock and Roll Express. I can't stand it. Roman Reigns is the best heel. He's got Paul Lee Heyman. I can't stand it. I, I mean, these people on the internet wrestling community are giving us bad names. Come on. I, I love you people. I, I love oh your support, God. but wake up. Please wake up. Oh, the, my the God. The hottest hill. Yeah, I you can't had stand to... it. I Tyler just cut loose. a promo. Yeah. I had to yeah. no, I, I did. I'm not. I, okay maybe right I need now. to get high. I don't know. But I want to get your guys' opinion. Oh, the young bucks are bigger than Roman Reigns. Oh my goodness, that's that's an oh epiphany. My oh my, the, the young bucks couldn't carry his his coattails, much less the Usos. I'm I'm sorry. Ooh, There's just some heat. You add, you add some f bombs in there. It's Jim Cornette. It's great. Oh I, I, well, yeah, well, I got to be careful. I, I've got some an audience, so I can't, you know. Mm-hmm. But yeah, but yeah, that's uh, that's that's me in a nutshell. Uh, for to compare the young bucks, that's uh, that's comparing uh, you know, the worst jobber to a main eventer. I mean, come on, that's uh, you, you can't How do, you do feel that. about do you- Japan? <laughs> I, I, I like Japan. I, I like Japan. The problem is they they try to uh, to use this, uh, you know, too much of this, you know, forbidden door crap. I mean, we oh. we want Reigns, man. We just talked about Cesaro and Reigns, and now we're gonna say all the young bucks, man. That fan, God bless you. I'm gonna pray for you because that that was. You, I, you need I help. think I finally <laughs> figured out. I think I finally figured out how Tyler has really been involved in wrestling all this time. Um, I'm gonna start calling you Little Jimmy. Because I think that you are little little Jim Cornette, and I think that Nicer you were our truth. I think I think that you were our truth's imaginary friend, <laughs> and little, little Jim Cornette was just following our truth around. Oh he God. probably was little Jim. No, no, I know, and I, that probably sounds harsh because it's not that the young bucks don't have any talent, but just the the uh, the think that Roman Reigns, come on, the way he's been on SmackDown and pay per views, just. That's that's not even apples and oranges. I mean, come on. That's uh, Ivy, Angel, uh, Ivy, uh, Amy. Anything that Hold you want to add? Anything I mean, you want to add? Sorry. To this? I, I, I'm still, I'm still not over the "Are you smoking crack?" comment coming from the Tyler. <laughs> Because I feel like, first of all, if Nelio were here tonight, he would be so proud of Tyler. I'm extremely proud of Tyler for that comment. And I'm pretty sure this is the first time ever that Tyler broke me on camera before Ted. So congratulations, Tyler. Man, well, you're what welcome. can I say? What, muy bien, muy bien. Uh. No, I, I, do agree. I do agree with Tyler, though. Um, I don't think that there's any way to even compare the Young Bucks and Roman Reigns. Um, I mean, Roman, we have seen so much character development with Roman over the years. Mm-hmm. And I think that now is Roman's time to really shine and, and to keep this heel, you know, image that we have going on with him to really make it not only a great segment, but memorable. Mm-hmm. And that's what the impact is going to be having Roman, you know, in this position. And for anybody to even compare and even think about putting the Young Bucks up there, I mean, like Tyler said, they must be smoking crack. <laughs> Maybe enough. I need to smoke some. I, I don't know. But, <laughs> no, no, you're good, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Amy. Um, so, yeah, I was just going to 
reiterate um, what they're saying. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's like, because like with the difference between what the Young Bucks are doing as heels and what Roman Reigns are doing is like everything that Roman is doing from the way he walked, from the way he looks at people, from the way he breathes, the way he like his matches are like formed is to emphasize his character. Whereas that's like a, a kind of what uh, Tyler was touching on with the way AEW books, they don't always book their matches to emphasize the characters. And there are some people that do it. I think the um, FTR are really good at that. They, they know how to do that psychology. Young Bucks, like when you watch Young Bucks, it's not for the psychology usually. It's not, that's not what you're looking for. You're just looking for the Young Bucks match where they, they do sometimes funny shit and then they, they do their moveset. Um, so yeah, to, to think that like the Young Bucks, while I do appreciate what they're doing, I do love this level that they're at now because before it was kind of like limbo, like are we good guys, are we bad guys kind of thing. Now that they've accepted the fact that they're heels, I do like that. But like, it's like, it, it's like having an indie tag team and comparing them to the WWE right now. Yep. And I know that it's probably going to get heat but what like it's it's just the truth it's just the, you know it, what every- seven listeners don't you dare give amy any heat about comparing that right who's now that, who's okay? that one fan that who's that fan that comments on every one of our videos i'm calling him out no 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 I love the him. one you blocked you still haven't told us why you blocked him I think, I think he probably, I don't know, maybe messaged me one too many times. Like, sometimes I block people just because they message me too many times. So, David, David, listen. I unblocked hey. you. I'm sorry. There you go. See? See? Amy's calling us shower first. Eve. I, mean, I, I don't know why Eve. I block people. It's Start crazy. asking smarter questions, though. Oh, man. Well, I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. Um, the other thing I want to talk about AEW just really briefly here is uh, that there was, there's been reports that the EVPs are not getting along, right? Uh, Cody, Kenny, the Bucks, they're not, they're not seeing eye to eye right now. And that that has made it so that a big name, a potential big player that could sign with AEW has had second thoughts because of it. So here's what I want to know. I don't want to speculate about whether the EVPs are fighting or whatever because I don't really care. Right. As long as you put out a product every week that I can tolerate watching, I don't care. Um, what I want to know is who do we think the player is? Who do we think the the potential difference maker is that is trepidatious about signing with AEW uh, because of this this rumor? So I'm going to go to I'm going to go to Amy first on this one. I think Kota Ibushi. Mm. I think he wanted to come over because that was the whole plan with Kenny Omega once he got his little title reign. Um, yeah, I think Kota Ibushi, and he's probably looking at all that, saying like, "I'd rather stay over at New Japan and with people I know." Okay, that's fair. That's fair. Ivy. Um, that I have absolutely no idea about. Um, the only thing I can say is that from like some of the recent names that we've seen, I could maybe see that being a potential issue with someone like Samoa Joe, Mm. maybe kind of, he might have like, in a sense, like PTSD from some of the stuff that he's dealt with over the years working WWE that to see something like that possibly unfolding over here might make him a little bit skeptical about it. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So. Okay. Tyler. Yeah, it's it's a tough one. Uh, I would probably say the Iconics just to give a different answer. 
if they were coming over. I, I don't know. I, I really, to be honest, you know, it, it's so tough. I just don't see why you would want to go right now because, you know, are they going to use you right? That, that's a problem. I, that's my thing. That's why it made it so tough. I just threw the iconics out there because, you know, Spears as a husband, they'll probably show up and they won't know how to use them. But that's just me. I, I don't know. I'm trying to, I'm trying to bring the heat a little bit. I'm getting, so, I'm getting the coffee, you know. So um, one that nobody here mentioned, what if it's, what if it's the American dragon? What if it's Daniel oh. Bryan? Brian Ooh, Danielson. Yeah. That's true. Maybe. I could totally see them throwing a pitch out there to him, just like they did the big show when his contract ran up. Mm. And him going, oh, yeah, I'll come and hang out with you guys for, for a show backstage, but you got to keep it low-key because, you know, I'm probably going to sign with WWE. And uh, him talking to Jericho backstage and being around and, like, talking to the guys. And then he starts hearing these whispers. He's like... Listen, um, I don't have a whole lot of time left in my career. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna waste involved. it somewhere where yeah. uh, there's gonna be some some shit going down. Which, so, which by the way, who could have saw that coming? That three or three groups of people. So you got the Young Bucks, Kenny Omega, and Cody Rhodes, who are probably at the peak of their careers right now, all trying to become stars. If they all share a company, they're gonna butt heads. Who saw that coming? Like. Oh, man. <laughs> Nobody, no, nobody never ever. would have expected it. <laughs> never. <clears throat> All right. Well, I'll tell you what. Um, you, you mentioned the Forbidden Door a few minutes ago. Um, and and I, I got to say, uh, some, some terrible news came out of Japan today with, uh, with New Japan, with Will Ospreay having to drop the New, ja- New Japan Championship uh, because of a neck injury that he sustained in his one and only title defense of the, of the heavyweight championship. Uh, they don't know when he's going to be back. Obviously we wish him all the best and we hope that he's okay. And same with the Miz, by the way, the Miz tours ACL. We, uh, we can't wait to, uh, to see you back on our screens, both of you. Uh, but what I, what I want to ask here is who is the logical choice to put on the top of that NJ mountain? You know that 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 New Japan house that has been built, because right now New Japan is the number three company in the world, mm-hmm. hands down. Um, and and I think that there's there's so much that that is happening over there, and there's such amazing stuff that happens over there. Um, and I also want to say that that you know I I, I am not going to criticize. Osprey for for anything because these things happen in professional wrestling but with the more and more super uber athletic stuff that we're seeing occurring in the wrestling rings as opposed to psychological wrestling these injuries happen more and more and more and so I I just want to caution all of our indie wrestler friends that are out there think about that the next time you want to go do a flippy flip Okay. Um, so that being said, let's, let me, let me ask you guys, who, who makes sense to put on top of the mountain over there? Who makes sense? I have a wild card one, but who makes sense? Uh, let's go to Tyler first. Uh, this one's a tough one. I would actually have two choices. I would either probably go with Sonata, one of the younger guys, or mm-hmm. even Jay Watt again, because he's just so good. I, I mm-hmm. know it's been done so much, but he's just, the switchblade, I, I got to give him credit. And he's so young is what's amazing. But he, yeah. he he's an experienced guy. So that would be a couple of choices. Okay. Uh, Amy. Who did uh, Osprey win it off of? 
I'm trying to look that up. You know, um, I'd have to look that up. I've was it Koda? I th- was it Okada? No, or Kota Ibushi? Yeah, it might have been Kota Ibushi. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, see, this is a, a I, I know of people that are in New Japan, but I haven't been watching like on consistently, so I don't know where everybody is character wise. Um, I know always a good pick to put him on. He's been like their their wheelhouse of just. I, it's bad to say transitional championships, but uh, he beat Abushi, by the way. He beat Abushi. Yeah. I mean, it's uh, you, you could always put it back on Abushi and give him a little mm-hmm. bit longer of a reign, and that way you you could set up Jay White to be the a heel against mm-hmm. Abushi. Um, but yeah, like yeah, I could see Abushi. Mm-hmm. Give it back to him. Okay, Ivy. Um, I kind of agree a little bit with both Amy and Tyler. Um, I think that Sonata is a good, um, like a newer, you know, face that they could throw into that area. Um, and then just kind of putting putting the belt back on, you know, the person that he won it from would do a little bit of justice in regards to the title itself. So, you know, I think it could go either way. I do really feel bad, though, you know, in regards to him having this neck injury because, you know, injuries are nothing to play with and a neck injury like that you know you really have to be careful like we've seen careers be ended over you know one wrong move so Mm -hmm. it's you know kind of one of those things hopefully they get it rehabilitated and he gets back into action and they do as much as they can to stay safe agreed agreed here's my thought and i'm crazy and i know i am Mm. that shit baby are we thinking the same thing, Ted? Let's see. The forbidden doors open, right? Daniel Bryan. <laughs> no. Not heavyweight, no. <laughs> I'm just fucking around. Jericho. Mm. Let him That's go and one. win it, right? Mm-hmm. And then and then let him bring it to an AEW pay per view and he loses it to Kenny. And oh Kenny God. gets to collect Kenny, the belts. all the belts. <laughs> yeah, Kenny. all the championships. Yeah. I mean, hmm. belt collector that would, Kenny. That, that's that's an opportunity. It makes sense. Yeah, that's logical. That's yeah. That's and, and listen, and Kenny can go back to Japan in two months and drop it. So the belt's not on, you know, in the states forever and ever and ever. You know, we're starting to come out of COVID now, and we can make that happen, and it's okay. But uh, you know, it's just, that that was just my my thought. But do we really think that New Japan would be okay even within a couple of months of their belt being and away from? Moxley's still the U.S. champion. The U.S. Right? champion. And yeah, he just he, defended he that. Mm-hmm. And what mm-hmm. against so, Nagata, yeah. That'd be interesting. I don't think they would allow two belts to be. No, I think that Moxley would end up dropping the U.S. championship if it yeah. happened. Yeah, my my absolute wild card, and I was as I was looking at the list, I was just like, that would be awesome because it would be so unexpected. Brock Lesnar, (laughs) 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 watch New Japan shell out that money and be like a total surprise. He comes in and destroys everybody. He doesn't have to work that much. Imagine what that would do for New Japan. Oh yeah. Oh Oh, yeah. It would be huge, and he. You're a great point. And he's 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 so much more of a draw now than he was the last time he was in Japan. It's Mm -hmm. crazy. And it would shift so many eyes just because it would be such a surprise. Yeah, it would be. You talk about yep. a shock factor. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Mm. See, now you're changing mm. my mind. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So, so last thing I want to talk about tonight, uh, 
And uh, again, fans, listeners, if, if you're watching on YouTube, comment below. We want to hear what you think about all these topics as well. We want to, we want to engage with you there. And uh, you can also send us messages and, uh, and tweets and, and, and uh, Instagram posts and stuff like that at W-R-E-W-I-N-D-P-O-D-C-A-S-T. Uh, Cesaro. I mentioned on the, the Backlash review show that we did um, that came out on Friday night. And uh, I mentioned that I wanted him to be on the moon before they put the strap on him. I don't want him to be on the rocket. And here's how I think they can do that. It's been two years since we've had a King of the Ring. I think they should, and this is a way to tie in. Angela was talking a little bit earlier about how like the Raw versus SmackDown thing kind of only really comes around during Survivor Series, right? Mm -hmm. I think that King of the Ring ending at SummerSlam every year and being the battle for dominance between the two brands could be everything. And I think that whoever wins King, the King of the Ring final, which, is, which could become the traditional opener of SummerSlam, right? Whoever wins the King of the Ring final gets to challenge their champion in the main event. Of, of of SummerSlam that night, right? So you have you have a bracket of eight on Raw and a bracket of eight on SmackDown, and they compete, compete, compete on Raw and SmackDown like they've been doing for years with King of the Ring anyway, right? And then the Raw winner, the Raw finalist, and the SmackDown finalist face off opening match of SummerSlam. And then three hours later, the winner gets the challenge for the championship of their brand. They cannot cross brands like, like Royal Rumble. Okay. And that's how Cesaro wins the championship. Mm. I think uh, that's, I think that's yeah. how it works. And I think, it, I think in the first round, he eliminates Corbin and dethrones the king. First thing, first round. Boom. I like it. Because it's going to keep building that momentum. You're talking about mm-hmm. the Rockets. So that, that's true. That'd be yep. big because yep. King Corbin, that's such a big gimmick. Yeah. That I think would be a very good way to give Cesaro that buildup and momentum of going through several matches to continuously mm-hmm. build himself up and put him in that position without it being something that gets stretched out across multiple pay-per-views, you know, stretched out and going stagnant across, you know, every freaking episode of Raw and SmackDown that we can possibly take watching. Mm-hmm. So I, I think mm-hmm. that would be good, you know, like that, that tournament type, you know, feel. And then for him to kind of, you know, go in, I don't, I don't know though. Like, to have that that the two finalists compete in the opening of SummerSlam and then challenging for the main event, I feel like it has its perks, but I also kind of feel like it has a little bit of that downside too because it makes you wonder if, you know, they can handle doing like two big matches in the night. Mm-hmm. But I think that if it's booked correctly – that it does have really good potential. Plus, it would kind of leave that SummerSlam main event slot, like that wild card. Like we don't know what's happening until exactly. day of, which, which makes is- it so much more important to watch the show. Yes, 
because you can't predict the show. Exactly. Yeah, it builds anticipation. Yeah. Yep. So, I mean, on the Raw side, you put Strowman, Kingston, McIntyre, uh, maybe Priest, right? Uh, who else? Who knock else? Out these, these, you know, strong Ooh. competitors. Yeah, yeah. I mean, what, what you put all these people in that you want to have a little bit of build, right? And you do the same thing on the SmackDown side. KO, Cesaro, um, Rollins. Rollins. If you sign Debry back, Debry, right? Um, you know, and, and you have these guys go out and put on clinic matches, you know? And then the, at the end of it, Did did Brock Lesnar end on SmackDown or on Raw before he left? He was on SmackDown, right? No, he was on Raw. Raw, Raw yeah, because McIntyre, yeah. That's, imagine, that's imagine if Lesnar came back and he dominates all the way through King of the Ring, and then he loses loses to Cesaro mm-hmm. at what SummerSlam. That would be for Cesaro. Yeah, it would do See, it live. Yeah, these these are the types of things. That's how you build somebody. Mm-hmm. the right way that's how you build somebody the right way you have big e and cesaro in the smackdown final on the smackdown mm-hmm. before SummerSlam, and that's your main event who's going to be the the smackdown contender Whew. i'm getting i'm getting goosebumps thinking about it thinking about it huge yeah you know but it's okay this- ted because you don't book this shit so that's not gonna happen listen <laughs> listen wwe Make it the gimmick. <laughs> just, I hate it when they keep the King gimmick. I, I personally just, I, yeah. I detest it. I don't know, it. King Booker. All right, I will give him that because he went <laughs> nosedive into it. Like, full-on accent. We knew he didn't have an accent, but he did it anyway. Um, but, like, any time that they just keep the stupid crown and they just add King to their name, just win it. Be like, I'm the King of the Ring, but that's it. You don't have to carry around the crown. Like, stop. so because like to me that makes it silly like even if it's a face doing it it's it's silly as shit so yeah cesaro just climb the mountain put your your flagpole in then destroy the mountain all right so wwe you can at me at rewind podcast and uh let me know you want me to come work for you any day now and uh and i'll be happy to do that i'll be happy to come lead your right on one condition you come with the temptress witch so your manager and I will talk. <laughs> All right, hey, my friends. You're hiring uh, referees. Hey, hey. There you, go. you got rid of two of them. Uh. <laughs> so listen, uh, friends, listeners, thank you so much for listening to our show. We really, really love having you here with us. We really love uh, hearing your comments and and well, reading your comments and reacting to them and discussing wrestling with you. Let us know what you think about everything we talked about tonight. Uh, you know, in the comments below, if you're watching on YouTube, if you're listening on Spotify or Apple Podcasts uh, or on Sportinarium, make sure you get with us on social media at W-R-E-W-I-N-D-P-O-D-C-A-S-T. You can find us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Uh, once again, we do not have Snapchat because it's Instagram for people who can't read. Uh, so, ladies and gentlemen, with that being said, Uh, There's a slew of other things that we could talk about in professional wrestling, but we want to keep it real and keep it tight. And for that reason, we will catch you next time.